Yeah, here we go, baby. Episode number 18 of Raw Radio. Nice. Where we dive into the nectar of the human psyche and explore the sacred medicine called ayahuasca. And it's a, a, a medicine that came from, I don't know if it's Peru, Ecuador, Hawaii. I don't know where it's from. All I know is that I felt something profound after doing it last weekend. I felt something change inside of me. I felt my body going through changes. I felt my mind going through changes. I definitely had a profound experience. And it's all thanks to my friend, Sam Babayan, who's been on the show before. Sam, thank you so much for coming on. You're the best, man. Sam. Show 18. That's a, that's a sacred, nice number for you, man. One, eight. 18 is the a sacred line number and for the you? infinite. Oh, shit. That's a nice number for you. Welcome to Raw Radio it's episode nice The Line here. and the Infinite. The Line Where we the embrace the infinite. And we try to Absolutely. give it a line of thought. Sam, you were on our show before when we did a little uh, intro to The Dirty Diamond, which is a band that you're in. You're a singer songwriter, and you're all about expressing the human uh, spiritual side through music exp- and, 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 and embracing and looking into the human spirit, yeah, right? That's, that's, You're all about that. That's definitely a, a big part of um, what I am into and what I do. And I think when you play music, it already is like that, you know? Right. And you even titled your latest album, Our Divine and Our Sovereign Divine Mother. Sovereign Mother, right. Yeah. Is that your new album coming out or the, the one that's already... Yeah, it's the one that is going to be out in... Probably a couple of months. A couple of months. We're still working on the end of it right okay. now. And uh, that's the title of it. Okay. Yeah. Our Divine and Sovereign Mother. Right, right on. Um, last weekend, Sam and I were at Joshua Tree, and we were involved in an uh, ayahuasca ceremony, is which true. is uh, something that we're going to try not to ruin with words because there was so much involved with it. And at the same time, we'll try to get Sam to play some of his songs off of the new album, Our Divine and Sovereign Mother. Maybe a couple of songs. Yeah, I can and do so, a couple. Yeah, that'd be awesome. My a little pleasure, acoustic performance. Awesome. Thanks Thank for you. being here, Sam. Absolutely, bro. Um, yeah, man. There's so much we can say about ayahuasca. Like, well, where do we start? Well, we can just start with some really basic facts and backgrounds about this medicine. Yeah. That is, uh, indigenous to pretty much the Amazon forest, you know? And the Amazon forest is... Huge, and it spans all several of those countries that you mentioned, and um, Ecuador, Peru, Brazil, Brazil, in particular. Yeah. So it is from South America originally, like those it's tribes, right? It's a South right? American plant. Yes. It's like um, um, those indigenous people of South America used it way back in the day, thousands and thousands of years ago, to cleanse not only their body but mm-hmm. their spirit. That's true. It's it's used for ceremonial purposes, mm-hmm. and it's. Uh, most of the time it's done only in a ceremonial uh, circumstance and uh, the shaman of uh, several of these indigenous tribes use it as a medicine for themselves and the people of their tribe or village and right. uh, it's um, it's a purgant as well which is what do you mean that by that freaks people out when you drink the the this brew mm-hmm. which is basically a brew of a vine right. that grows in the amazon uh, when you drink this brew uh, several several minutes later you you may purge you know and you may That's vomit what you mean. yeah and uh, it it cleanses your digestive system yeah. and it cleanses your intestinal lining as well actually right and um but it also gives you hell of a head show, you know, which is <laughs> which is um, basically what they consider as a vision. And everybody who participates or ingests this sacrament, it, uh, you know, experiences a a very heavy a vision that's projected on your third eye. And yeah. um, this vision is very revealing, and it's very teaching, and it's teaching. Um, 
teaching you or t- uh, it has taught me in my experiences to focus and to right. pay attention to paying attention right. and to raise my awareness to things around me on a vel- very cellular level uh, up to a very cosmic level you know so it's yeah. a very therapeutic medicine ancient medicine and like sam said it's derived from a, a vine called the cappy vine and it's it's like a half and half or or in our case the brew was 70 percent boiled vine and 30 percent the leaves of the vine that give you the dmt effect that it's mental actually the leaves of another it's kind another of vine? Vine? okay i'm sorry mm-hmm. the leaves That's of a different hallucinogenic Plant. Yeah, it's a shrub that um, the name escapes me unless you find it right there on your device. But it's, um, uh, This one says Chakruna. Chakruna, that's Chakruna, right. okay. So the leaves of the Chakruna are what give you that DMT, kind of like that high effect leaves mental. Chakruna, yes, have DMT right. in them. But it's the vines of the cappy that give you that purging, letting go of the parasites in your stomach, and all that kind of um, expelling of bacteria. <laughs> Because throughout the years, what do we, we just, uh, you know, we gorge ourselves with red meat and pork and all this stuff that we don't really know where the, sh- where the hell it comes from. That's true. I mean, you know, that's you know? A, that's, that could be a whole other topic of its own. And not only does that block our digestive and, and physical uh, system, but it also blocks our mental our states, our, yes. our mental states and our awareness and our consciousness because, you know, you are what You're you eat. What you eat. And so when we did the ayahuasca ceremony, let's, let's, walk, let's walk our listeners through, through what we went through. Okay. That night. Um, okay, basically, Sam invited me to this place out in the middle of Joshua Tree, and where, the, where, the, where these like hippies kind of who always do this every week, almost uh, per season. No, it's, yeah, it's a seasonal it's thing. It's a seasonal thing, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, but, but, but when the season comes, they kind of get involved with it every weekend almost, right? There's like some people who, you know, uh, like to do it uh, for one night, which is what we right. did, because yeah. I have my own reasons for doing it just for yeah. a night, you know? Yeah. Um, and there are people who do it maybe about seven or eight times in a row. Yeah. As in nights, consecutive nights. Yeah. Or three nights. That's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. <laughs> that is their absolute delight and pleasure. That's true. <laughs> um, I like to do it once because I feel that the amount of information that pours through this medicine is so much to digest. Yeah. For just once is so much. That even if you do it for that one night, you spend two nights after just thinking about what the hell you just went through, right? Yeah, like I spent a year thinking about one <laughs> oh, of my shit. ceremonies, you know? And I can honestly say that what we did Saturday, last Saturday night, Sam, has stuck with me. Like as far as the, uh, the, um, the new points of view. In my consciousness, I keep referring back to that and keep learning from it. So, yeah, the first yeah. thing the first thing we did is everyone goes into this big dome. It's like the big dome pitched out in the middle of the desert, and like there were thirty eight bodies in there, including the shaman who is very experienced with this. He's the one who actually boils the vines and the leaves, mm-hmm. and and harvests a plant which grows in Hawaii. Yes, because he says in Hawaii this plant loves the Hawaiian weather and grows it's in tropical in tropical weather and grows in four years instead of the usual seven mm-hmm. that the cappy plant takes mm-hmm. to grow. He goes to Hawaii, harvests the plant, which has its own like ceremonies and special like uh, pr- um, preparations, know, preparations <laughs> boils it and gets this like uh, syrupy kind of prune juice tasting ayahuasca drink that we drank. Right? Yeah, it's a brew. It's, it's a, a brew. heavy brew, sweet. But it's it goes down easy. It's just like prune juice. Oh yeah, smooth. Yeah. I mean, did you did you were you disgusted by it? Well, when I drink it, I kind of just get this. Oh really? Right off the bat, like (laughs) Like that. It's my pleasure. (laughs) It's my pleasure. So Um, uh, you know. So uh, the first thing. Let's just say it's not you know grape juice or prune juice as you said. (laughs) It's sacred prune juice. Yeah, yeah. It's it's okay, but it's 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 drinkable. It's licoricey. 
um, the, the thing that the shaman told us is uh, he wants us to tell him how much of a dose we should take. He mm-hmm. says, he's like, do you want half, small, or large? Yeah. Like, how am I supposed to know what I need? So I just yeah, went right? with medium. I went with half. Okay. You did a full dose, right? I always go uh, dive in, yeah. You, you, went, you, you dove in head first. Um, do you want to explain what went through your mind as soon as you drank? And then I'll do it because I, I, this is something that, that, was, that was yeah, pretty amazing. Um, it's, it's, it's the kind of thing where words definitely fail. Yeah, but let's um, give it a shot. But I'll give it a shot. Um, yeah. uh, I definitely feel that, uh, well, I've learned a tremendous deal. Like I told some of our friends here about uh, molecular biology right. and like molecular structure and cellular structure and how cells divide in all life. Right. You know, and right. um, I've had visions of very um, intricate, you know, um, biology kind of based stuff where I watch, um, you know, kingdoms of animals and earth. And uh, I've gotten a very heavy review of what the earth is as an organism and what makes her happy and what, you know, ticks her off. And um, sort of like a side note, I would want everyone to uh, actually experience this because it Mm -hmm. connects you to the mother that you are living on, the 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 thing that is nourishing you. Yes. Mother earth. And, um, it just helps you understand where we're at with everything. It's just amazing. Um, I've learned a great deal about sacred geometry as well. And, right. Um, a lot of like ancient um, esoteric knowledge starts to pour in for me. But you actually personally. saw visions of the Mother, talk, Mother Earth talking to you, yeah? Well, um, you know how you told me that you kind of saw a face that was smiling? I, was I, I got, a, I got a, a, an image of a face. Not, not a face, but like the, the feeling the of energy a face. Of the a feeling face. of a face smiling is what I got. And yeah. the, the energy of a smile and a yeah. warm. And that was the weird thing about what the shaman said. The shaman told us that we might very well encounter some kind of a divine grandmother spirit. Everyone will encounter or might encounter this same kind of grandmother spirit which is Mother Earth. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it reminded me of the movie Avatar, where they refer to Iowa, who is the, the, the sacred mother that is spirit. the plant life, the plant spirit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Joe! And, and that, is no, that, is no, that is no coincidence. That's no coincidence. Yeah. Um, you know, like, it takes you to a very molecular level of your existence. It, um, sometimes, more often, um, people who have this experience see um, a lot of, like, serpent energy and a lot of snakes. I heard that. And, and uh, tunnel. A lot of people serpent, go tunnels, kind of. Yeah. Uh, those are all portals, and the double serpents are very correlated with, like, the DNA strand. And uh, right. in pharmacy, you know how there's that symbol where it's, like, two snakes that are entwining yeah, that the, cup? Yeah. Um, that's, like, the same uh, code, you know? And it's a code for DNA right. and for serpent energy which is information and information is light and light is uh, knowledge and knowledge is information which is actually residing in the DNA strand you know so uh, right. a, lot of, a lot of parallels start to appear you know and a lot of things start to make sense yeah. and a lot of things become really obvious you know yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah it's like you, you are faced with that which you are un- unsure of and, and you, you kind of have to Figure it out under that ayahuasca medicine. Mm-hmm. Also, it's a, it's a, like uh, uh, the experiencer also experiences like a heavy state of um, telepathy with yourself, mm-hmm. and like you feel telepathy with others. Your psychic eye is just very strong, and you can like I can even. Um, send a prayer to Mel and she'll hear it while she's in her like room you know if I say I pray for Mel's um, 
you know, uh, health. Like I want her to prosper and to heal in the ways that have been kind of giving her trouble lately. Right. It's also used for a lot of prayer because at that moment, your third eye is uh, pretty much flung open. So you're saying medicine. on ayahuasca, not only are you introverting into yourself, uh-huh. but you're also kind of uh, you're healing others. others. You're connecting, yes. you're connecting with your Because you're connecting there. so heavily with yourself, you aren't, in fact, connecting with others as well. You right. Know? And a crime inside you or a, uh, a negative thought inside you is a negative thought that ripples all around the world. Yeah. You know? And uh, yeah. it's that macro, microcosm kind of feeling. Yeah, that and that get, opens you know? up to you. Whereas before, it was just like this small, tiny place in your, mm-hmm. in your psyche. But yeah. on ayahuasca, you are face-to-face with yourself. You are face-to-face yes. with that which bothers you. And you mm-hmm. can either try to keep figuring it out and never getting to it and keep getting confused or surrender to it, which is what that medicine's all about, mm-hmm. is to surrender to that which troubles you. And once you do, you heal, you know? You heal, Because exactly. you've accepted what your state is, and it, it allows a lot of healing to take and place. And that's exactly know? what my experience was. The, the shaman gave me half a dose, and he told me, he told everybody, look at your, before you drink your little cup of ayahuasca, look at it and ask it what your intentions are. Tell it what your intentions are before drinking it. That's right. And that's what I did. I told it to bring me face to face with with my core of like anger, bring it face to face with this like my inability to treat all my friends with like complete gentleness, you know, because I have problems with that. So it's like everyone goes there to kind of take care of their problems. And that's what I asked the medicine to bring me face to face with. Definitely. And after I drank, I got to tell you, I went through some really uncomfortable periods. Uh Um, The first thing that happened is I felt a vibration really a vibration just going through every part of my body. Kind of like I felt my wrists vibrating at a low frequency, uh-huh. my fingers, my arms, my stomach, and my legs. Uh-huh. My, my fingers got clammed up kind of like lobster hands, like where I couldn't open all of the digits and only the thumb was able to. Uh-huh. And I felt like there was this heavy anvil placed on my chest. Like I've never had a heart attack, but I felt like I was experiencing all the symptoms of a heart attack, right? And I couldn't make sense of it. I, I kind of wanted to get out of it. I didn't like it at first. Uh-huh, okay. And then I remember the shaman saying, do not try to figure it out. Surrender to it. Do not try to figure out. Surrender to it. So I go, okay. All this time I was trying to put that ball that was all of a sudden presented to me into a category. I was trying to make sense of it. it are people looking at me? Are they laughing at me? I felt uncomfortable. I felt self-conscious. What the hell is going on? And then when I remembered the shaman saying surrender to it, I started just going... And with each exhale, I let that frustration out. I didn't try to figure it out anymore. I kind of let it surrender to it. And with each breath, I felt that anvil lifting. I felt the lightness going away. Mm -hmm. And that's when I can honestly say I came across that grandmother spirit because it was at that point when I surrendered. And the first feeling I felt was this, my my own grandmother's love. I felt my own grandmother's love because I'm familiar to it. That's the love that I I can Mm -hmm, feel. mm -hmm. And I... I felt my grandmother's love, but I didn't see my grandmother. I saw a grandmother's kind of effect. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And I got a smile energy from that. Uh-huh. And it was like a very bright, muted, lavender light. Uh-huh. And you told me you kind of saw the same colored yeah, light, right? Yeah, I, went, I was very amazed when you were telling me that story yeah. um, the first night because I did uh, experience a very similar thing on my first, uh, first ceremony, which was that, that was your first ceremony. Right, you know? right. Um, you do experience slightly different uh, types of uh, scenarios and episodes each time you drink the sacrament. Um, 
I don't think that it's um, something that um, you even can abuse. It's such a sacred sacrament. And um, I've read books that like a lot of women have um, cured themselves of ovarian cancer. With um, ayahuasca? With ayahuasca, with several, yeah, several ceremonies because they've claimed that it's allowed them to scan their bodies and to scan their mental and spiritual health as well. And they've been able to undo so much trauma out of their bodies with their mind or out of their mind. And they've done a lot of work on themselves where they have actually cured themselves of um, these types of cancers, you know, and uh, it's been known to also cure um, alcoholism and really? a lot of Native American reservations have um, had ceremonies and have had a lot of success. In Is curing. that why the Native Americans loved ayahuasca because they were all drunks? Well, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, they're not all drunks, just, you know. I'm just being a the ones that The ones that do have alcohol issues, some of them have found a, a great cure in ayahuasca because it allows you to, um, like, really love yourself and um, allows you to take a look at your body and your mind and scan it and yeah. take out the things that are getting in the way that lead you to drinking or yeah. lead you to doing a certain type of a drug that's killing right. you, you know. So people so, come there to kind of wane off of the substances that they're addicted there to. There have been people, yes. Personal issues. There were people there I who were looking for love. I wouldn't say that they're all alcoholics. Yeah, Certainly I know. not, you know. But, you know, yeah. if you are an alcoholic, I have a friend whose brother is always going to jail because he can't stop doing heroin, you know. Oh, shit. I would like to take him there, you know. Yeah, you should, man. I feel like he would really see a nourishing uh, situation and a nourishing environment where he feels... Uh-huh. A great deal of self-love, you know? I feel like he would be one of the guys that just lets everything out, like having all that poison in his body mm-hmm. year after year. Mm-hmm. Because one of the um, uh, rituals of ayahuasca is people, they call it purging, which is throwing up. But, <laughs> but I'm guessing purging has more of like an expelling factor to it. Because throwing up is just throwing up, but purging is a letting go. That's true. It's yeah. great, great explanation, man. Yeah. And, and, and so, like, <laughs> I remember just sitting there trying to focus and trying to make sense of this big ball of feeling in my chest. And all of a sudden I hear, <laughs> you know, I'm like trying to focus and these people are puking their guts out. But that's all part of the experience. Yeah, yeah. I stepped out for a little moment and I had a little puking situation going on. Me too, but, when I took my second dose. And it's not until after you, you know puke what? that I was, you feel that high, right? I was... I was throwing up but i was looking up at the most beautiful stars in the desert oh my god they were all out <laughs> that night it dude. was just the most beautiful thing i was in and but i was purging i was throwing up you know but i was looking at the stars <laughs> like, like oscar that's so beautiful exactly dude. That's, that was me that was um me. it's the, the thing that ayahuasca reminded me of was mushrooms because of the wave element of it Sure. When I do mushrooms with my friends, I feel like we're all getting high together, or not together, but everyone's kind of is like really high, feeling great, feeling great. And then a few minutes, 20 minutes later, it feels like you're coming in for a landing. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, oh, this is kind of heavy. And then, whoa, I'm back up again and I feel high again. It's like this waves and it slowly wanes down. Yep. But the thing that was interesting about ayahuasca and mushrooms is that I felt everyone was on the same waves at all times. Kind of like we're all tapping into the universal ups and downs waves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, every time we're all on a high, I noticed like some of the people who were experienced in the group would let out this, ah, right? (laughs) Which was so funny. Like we're all silent and all of a sudden some guy in the corner is like, 
<laughs> it's like sighs of relief and, yeah and you know i feel like there was a lot of laughter yeah in the, in the ceremony too and yeah. i often feel like people laugh when they just learn something or they just figured something out like they'll laugh but it's and all so part of the letting go because if, is, if you feel is. like laughing then uh-huh. do it you and know? letting go is all part of the learning too so you're like realizing to let yeah. go and you're just like laughing, laughing. your way through it that's know? what i would do i would hear a, yeah. oh and i'd go <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's and then really later beautiful. I talked to him. I'm like, dude, thanks for letting it go every now and then. It made me like let go too. Also, I should mention that music is a very big part of the ceremony yeah. as it is in our lives, you know. And like there's no a real moment in the ceremony where there's silence. There's always some kind of music going on, whether it's a really beautiful drum beat or uh, a friend. We have a friend there that is uh you know he he plays persian songs oh, that he's was a, so beautiful he man. plays these old farsi songs oh and he's like God. a rumi fan and a rumi head and he knows all these rumi poems and he would recite all these poems yeah. and translate them and play the tar and play really beautiful like old like persian music and then you know i would like kind of jump in and play some music yeah. and someone else would play music from like their background right there's just music from all around the world there there's a lot of portuguese um singing because the medicine is a, a, a brazilian practice so there's a lot of portuguese songs right. that go with it and uh they're part of the ceremony these songs this and i i love portuguese i had never really heard of a lot of portuguese before but i think it's such a beautiful language you know and uh it's a so there's it's kind of like you take a an international indigenous tour in your soul. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Music was a big part of it because after people started purging and and not only do you purge but you also like shit out from the other end too. Like it comes out from the mouth, it also comes out in diarrhea form because you're just expelling everything out, bacteria, parasites. Did you have to go number 2 during the ceremony? I didn't, but I did vomit. I didn't either. I didn't. But but you, but your boys did. I think Some they all people, went in and surrendered a little bit. Yeah, my boys love. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, like, uh, uh, but um, they were everybody's boys. Yeah, no, like true. Like, you know, <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, actually, another thing I want to say about music and uh, the, during the ceremonies is that you enter into a place where you really do understand that you are operating on a sound and frequency and vibration basis and everything around you is sound and frequency and so you really understand a lot of principles that uh, we read about in quantum physics all yeah. these all these yeah. uh, elements and principles really come out to life and you realize what all these uh, all this, these books mean when they when they talk about these things you know uh, regarding quantum physics um, and because you see sound and you hear colors, you know? man, that was so beautiful to have that guy though there, that, the, the, our friend that you're talking about that would bust into the Iranian yeah, yeah, songs, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Because he had a guitar, and like, let's say we would just sit there in silence. Some people would hum, and then he would just like, but I, I can't even do justice to what he was doing. But he, and and he was making it on the spot. These were actual words and poems, but they weren't someone else's. He put them together himself. Can, uh, Hold on. You have a little recording? But this is English. He was singing in, in farce. There and, uh, ain't no other farce. way to home but near. <laughs> that, there were so many characters. There's so much behind but fear. <laughs> 
<laughs> there was a lot of that. I love the fact that no one, no one had had boundaries. No one had restrictions. Yeah. As soon as you felt a poem coming Forget on, restrictions. You and just boundaries. busted it out, right, Sam? You just busted a poem. In yeah. The of- you channel like words and poetry. Things right. start coming out of your mouth that are, you know, spirit kind of speaking through you. You know, and yeah. uh, every, uh, you know, if you're in that flow, you're just rhyming and you are reciting poetry or singing music. You know, a lot of the music made in the circle is at that moment you just kind of come up with it yeah and sammy speaking of you busted one of your new ones there was a song you played called something blue something blue feather blue feather blue and 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 one of the cool things everyone like resonated with that song like people would come to you afterwards and be like man and they would like sing some of your lyrics and recite some of your like melodies that's true yeah do you think you can play that feather blue i'd love to hear that right now i I hope i can do a good job yeah whatever you know know? we could i'd love to hear i think i could play that yeah man let's let's hear Um, feather blue by the dirty diamond by this guitar right here Alex's guitar I just picked up off the wall Yeah I forgot my guitar Um, Okay let me try to do this Yeah go for it Let my pen be my sword of you the fountain that pours through you on the tips of my feather blue my feather blue I love that song, man. Yeah, thanks, brother. Oh, man. Thank you, and I remember people afterwards were like, dun, 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 dun. Yeah, it yeah. must feel good for like people to come to you and be like reciting your melodies and your lyrics. It does, that's got to be a good yeah. feeling, right? Yeah, like because I think that's my pleasure. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly, man. I mean, 
And it's everyone's pleasure, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I sing a Beatles song yeah. like it's my own, you know what I mean? I sing songs that I love like it's my own. And right. then I wrote a song and then they sing it like it's their own. And right. no one owns it, you know what I mean? And true. everybody owns it at the same time, you know? True, true. So it, for me to fall into that circle and that cycle, it's, it's a beautiful thing. And that's a, a testament that you have a song that resonates with people and it sticks with them. Man. Melodies that stick are ones that win. So look for the Dirty Diamonds upcoming album, The Divine and Sovereign Mother, which will be out when, Sam? Uh, middle of summer, like July. Oh, hell yeah. That's right around the corner. Yes. So we're about to be faced with some excellent local music, it's, baby. It's a rocking album, man. Hell I hope yeah. so, you know. I hope it's rocking. I, uh, I think it's rocking. Hopefully at the uh, tail end of the show, maybe you can play that song called The Dirty Diamond for us. Because I love uh, that tune I will also. certainly try my Hell yeah, I love that if song. If I'm not drunk by then. Thank you, buddy. Maybe it'll sound better when you're drunk. Maybe. We can try that. Oh, how again. about some ayahuasca? Hey, can you boil some ayahuasca <laughs> back there? <laughs> yeah, no? that's the thing, by the way. Uh, you Sean, should... are you a shaman also? What's up? Are you a shaman also or just a sh- sound engineer? Just sound engineer, okay. You know, like, I've always, you know, I've always loved Native American stuff, you know, and when I was a kid, I thought I was Jim Morrison, and I thought, you know, like, that whole thing, you know? But I don't think Jim Morrison ever had an ayahuasca ceremony, and sometimes I feel like he's jealous of me when I when I do this uh, ceremony, you know? I feel like Jim Morrison... You feel his spirit? Jim Morrison would love this shit. But wait, you know? what about that whole Jim Morrison with that naked Indian from Wayne's World? I, I think he'd do some ayahuasca. No, no, I think, I think like, you know... I. If if oh. he had, he would have My written, are he would have written about it because he mm. was a very vocal person, you know, and yeah. he always like wore his shit on his sleeve. So Hey, I'm did sure. you know that there's a new rapper, his name is Jay Electronica. He actually wrote a song that's called that word that ayahuasca is dopamine or whatever it's called. Okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And it uses have you ever seen that movie Midnight Express? That old movie where that guy's sure. in a Turkish prison. Sure. And it's got that powerful song by that composer, uh, uh what's his name? Freaking Maroder, Giorgio Maroder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maroder. Hey, do you have uh, just? A, can we play a quick clip of that? It's amazing that 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 they yeah, use that beat. Listen to this. Acid that lays up my third eye closed like massive. A midget in the casket, like a baby in the bonnet with a bottle in the basket. Hard playing the theme song for children of the car. Oh, I must be dreaming. A lady in the nightgown, puffing, cush dreaming, sitting in the ovals. This guy, Jay Electronica, is a, is a new rapper on the scene, but his words are actually different than the typical, yo, yo, we got the Bentley's 24-inch rims, oh, no, my yeah. bitch has got an ass. Like, he's actually saying shit. Yeah, yeah. And I kind of like that That's beat, cool, you know? Man. Yeah. Look for Jay Electronica. He's going to make it big on the scene soon. Good to man. know, man. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, but one thing I wanted to get into with our ceremony, Sam, is these, like, Joshua Trees, these Joshua Tree ceremonies do invite a lot of characters over, right? Yeah, I, right. Uh, There's like some characters, hippie s. It's not just the Joshua tree thing. I found that during all ceremonies, uh, people who go there are, are not accidental. You know, like there's some cool people I've met, like other musicians, of course, and like a lot of like yoga heads, like yogi yeah. heads, and like a lot of healers that use alternative medicine yeah. and therapies. Um, and it's actually good for their career to know about this medicine, you yeah. know, because. Talk about alternative healing, healing, medicine, yeah, and they you know? could they have firsthand experience of what so, it is, yeah. But definitely. but 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 we came, I I came across all kinds of characters. Like there was there was this one guy who looked like a Native American dude, mm-hmm. skinny, yeah. mm-hmm. and he looked like, and he actually said he's done ayahuasca a hundred times. 
but this dude kind of looked like his brain was a little fried from 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 all the experiences. Like maybe I don't know if you do ayahuasca a thousand times yeah. if you're the same anymore. You know I would what I, mean? I would never I would never do it like a hundred times. You know, but yeah. like you know maybe like maybe he was fried uh, because of other reasons. You know what I mean? Like other more more uh, extreme drugs and shit. Like yeah, that. I think yeah. if you do any of that like so much, of yeah. course you're just gonna get fried, man. You and know? then there's also like the one that. Um, the one that's 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 hippie, free love, free spirit, nudist colony. Like he would take a shower and then walk out and with with nothing on, just like his dong hanging, as if we're all cool with that, you know. Like there's women with us. There's like your girlfriend came with us, you know. There's like friends mm-hmm. and no I one would, asks I, to see this guy's dong, you know. Like yeah, really? it's a group of thirty eight people. You know, like I kind of saw him, like you know, kind of you know, free balling around in the <laughs> desert, you know. But you know, it didn't really, like, it didn't really like bother me. I just didn't really look below the waist. You know what I mean? You know what, Sam? And just it, went along. No, I know. Own. I mean, he was like right there walking, so I couldn't avoid but to quickly have a look, which I didn't want to. But I'm just saying that he wasn't. He, he, he didn't just make one trip from the shower to the towel or to, to, to whatever the sink. It was kind of like he was just making an effort to be like, hey, look at me. I'm yeah, free-spirited. He was, he was trying know, to show his like goods. That. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, you know, I, I don't know what to say about that. You know, he was expressing his, uh, his penis, you know. Wait, uh, speaking of penis, we have an, a question from the audience. So I'm interested in doing this, but I wonder, like, you were talking about the bad period you have. Is that just a short sort of thing? Is yeah, that- like I said, it was in the very beginning when, when, the, when the medicine just starts to take effect. Mm-hmm. And the only reason it stayed bad is because I was trying to take a hold of it, because I was trying to figure it out. And as soon as you let go of it, that's when I saw the, grand, the divine grandmother spirit. So that's what the medicine is, is as soon as you let go of that badness, you are healed. Or, or on your way to heal, healing yourself. Right, Sam? So yeah, don't worry about say, going through any heaviness because that's part of it. Yeah, uh, I think the only thing to fear here is um, the fact that it's go- doing something that it's unknown and it's, uh, it's something out of the ordinary that we in Western culture know about. Um, you know, there's a little bit of discomfort involved, but, you know, yeah. it takes you to such a... It, it takes you to such a different place, you know? It yeah. kind of breaks your comfort zone, but it rewards you for you breaking your comfort zone, Exactly. You know? It's and part of it. I think a more scary thing to do, mm. uh, to be quite honest, is to drop an ecstasy pill. Right. That is uh, three, four, five times more scary. Yeah, because, you know, like, uh, you know, uh, for obvious reasons, you know, that's more frightening to me, you know. Um, and that's the crazy thing that it gives you these kinds of m- induced mental states. And this is completely natural, boiled from a, from a vine and leaves. Yeah, it's you know nature's amazing uh, potion, man. It's but very... by the way, Sheila, great question. And yeah. when I thought about that, I thought about yoga. Like, you know, when you're doing yoga and you're in a very uncomfortable position and you have to hold it for about three breaths, Good you're example. like, I just want to get out of this. I hate yoga. But when you're done and you do the shivasnayas or whatever, the, the cool downs, you get the benefit of yoga afterwards yeah, because you, you went through that shitty zone. period. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like the same thing. And, and by the way, I was the only one who felt those like heart attack symptom-like things because when I was, exper- exp- uh, when I was explaining my experience, people were like, oh, wow. Whoa, wow. <laughs> Ouch. You know, like, like they didn't go through those. Maybe I, it was my first time. Everyone has so a little bit of with. hardship that they yeah. go through. What I've heard is like the first time you do it, there's a long period of like discomfort. It wasn't long. No. It was not long. No. No, no. 
And it, it also was this depends concert, on, but like, it was not they, long. Yeah, it also depends on the person, you know. Maybe some people have, um, like, a lot of, like, ghouls and goblins and skeletons in the closet that they need to face, you know. That's they the might thing. have a hard time, you know. If you're, you know, it just, you know, it just depends on how you are, you know, and how you take things and perceive things, too. I am not a number. But um, I was I saying how there's there was characters from all 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 sides of the spectrum at this thing. Totally, they're beautiful. Hey, remember that one guy? I really loved that one older man with the white hair who was fully conscious, and he was like everything you ask him to talk about. He was at the most happiest explaining it to him. Like I remember we were talking about with the white hair older man. The older man. He was. Uh, he, I think he said he was 55 or 60 or something like that. And we were talking about DNA, right? And we quickly asked him because you know you're talking about the double helix, I the totally snakes. Know who you're about. And okay. then he came by, and we're like, we we, we brought up. DNA DNA to him and then you should have heard how this guy answers like your questions he's like yeah DNA listen to that word look at the letters DNA backwards nada it cancels itself out nothing and this guy's like explaining everything in this same <laughs> yeah in the same manner like yeah you know double helix one with the nothing with the negative one DNA nada it's like it, it makes no sense when mm-hmm. I explain it, but when you were there hearing him explain this... Well, another example of what he was talking about sense. was like the word me, which describes like the self, me. Right. And he was saying how the, the letters of me, M-E, are like mass and energy. It's science. Uh, and it's, then he it's, went it's, to it's E Einstein's equals MC like, squared. Yeah. yeah, MC squared, E equals MC squared. And the E <laughs> and the M in E equals MC squared are the me. Yeah. Because you are energy and mass, you know? Yeah. And you're energy mass unit, you know? Uh-huh. He just had a, a very cool way of interpreting things you know he went like on another chapter and brought you back to a different complete book totally totally there's some far out people out there that definitely think outside the box you know and you meet a lot of them and they're awesome because those are you know if you don't like Frank Zappa said if you don't deviate from the norm there's no progress you know whoa hold on if you don't deviate from the norm there is no progress there's no progress that's true because we get so used to our current state of things yeah if that we feel all like progress is deviation caught, from the yeah, norm. That we're not moving forward, really. Yeah. So you know, there's uh, you know, many of the people there deviate from the norm, and I don't know how the law officials feel about this shit. Mm. But there's no way that you, they can stop them. By the way, because, ayahuasca is um, completely legal. Too. Oh yeah, um, it, it is. Um, this shaman goes to Hawaii, collects the vines, the leaves, boils it, and actually can bring this liquid on the plane over to us here in Joshua Tree, so that we do it every season. Well, it, it's because it's a it's part of uh, the Native American Church, and the Native American Church is um, right. We're sitting on the Native American Church right now as we do the show, aren't we? Yeah, we're sitting inside <laughs> this Native American Church. Dude, I wrote a song one time that one day all these spirits of these Native Americans are going to come back and claim what's theirs. Oh, dude, that's a beautiful song. Yeah, man, that I haven't even heard it's like, it yet. Out of the ashes they'll rise just to say hello. Out of the ashes they'll awake to become heroes. People one day will want more than before. Then at once, knock, knock, knocking on your doors. I'm gonna, I'm gonna record that one day, Sam, and hopefully you can play a little guitar. On that's it or an something. awesome song. I like it, bro. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Um, so anything else about ayahuasca that you feel like people should know and be aware of before going into it? Uh, you have to do a cleanse. Uh, it's advisable that you don't drink any alcohol a couple of weeks before and you don't eat any pork and other complicated meat like cows. Like and, a week before uh, or a few days? Um, I, do, I do two weeks before. Well, I mean, I don't eat pig and cow anyway. Mm-hmm. But um, if, if you do, then you would kind of, kind of lay off of lay it for off a couple of weeks. Lay off the pig and cow before you do the... Ceremony. 
Um, also like other things that mind mind alter, you know, like, like you want to go in weed. there, you want to go in there feeling like a, a kid, you know, from fifth grade, you know. Yeah, because Unless you were getting f- wasted in fifth grade. <laughs> were you getting wasted in fifth grade? I was not, man. <laughs> I, I had know straight who A's, and I was an angel boy. Damn, that played piano. I didn't even play guitar. So, at what point I did the guitar piano. come into your hands? Uh, when I heard the Beatles for the first time. Which song was it by the Beatles that turned you on, Sam? Um, the whole album of Sgt. Pepper's nice. and Abbey Road. Yeah. That's that's true story, brother. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, yeah, because you mentioned one of your buddies that you went on a ceremony with way back. He, 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 uh, yeah, I mean, he smoked a lot of pot even before, right before the ceremony, and you said he just puked his guts out, right? He spent a great deal of the time, like, detoxing uh, yeah. all the, you know, toxicity of the, the marijuana. Yeah. And where he could have uh, gotten rid of all that mm. by himself and dived deeper with the medicine. But yeah. the medicine just kind of comes in and it just cleans you out, whatever is there, sitting there, you know? That's, it's it, it, it's know, seriously man. a sacred medicine. Like, when they say that... There's so much more to that than just saying sacred medicine, like sacred inside and out, physical and mental, spiritual, all of that all at the same time. You expel it out. When you purge, mm-hmm. you purge more than just your bile and your stomach and, mm-hmm. and whatever's in there. It's, 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 you, it's letting go, and it yeah. really was. Yeah. And the whole purpose... The whole I think when you purge just even after a night of boozing, it's all about surrender as well, you know? Like, I mean, yeah. just not to deviate from the point, you know, but I think like, one, you know, uh, that could be a ceremony too. You know what I mean? And anything <laughs> can be a ceremony uh, if, if you perceive of it that way. And if you do feel better afterwards, that's for yeah, sure. Yeah, you know, and it's cleansing and maybe it's all the sins of all the piles of stress you gathered yeah. throughout the week from your work. You go out for a night of boozing and you come yeah. home and you throw your guts out. It's a ceremony. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You work like a slave and then you come home and you want to fucking vent, you know, yeah. and heal from all the stress and trauma. How can you do that, that in the city life? How can you week? do that in City you know? life, um, venting you know? that greatly. Like I've been thinking that much. a great deal recently about like the alcohol culture and uh, of going out and like, mm-hmm. hey, you want to go out? It already kind of constitutes the drinking, drinking. thing. <laughs> yeah, and it's an interesting human phenomenon. I find you know what I yeah. mean. Yeah. Uh, so it's just something to like sit on, you know. So for us city folks who who, who get involved As in I, the excessive drinking and the, and the, and the marijuana, whatever ayahuasca is highly recommended, right? For all of us, our friends, Man, every one I, of yeah, us. Yeah, I don't mean to be a poster boy for anything, you know what I mean? Like, I never want to subscribe to one thing ever, and yeah. I will never be... Uh, I believe in all beautiful things, but I will never be a devotee or a, some kind of a head, you know? But I think that everyone should try to have the guts as you did, Alex, and take a try in this ceremony and, and drink the sacrament because it connects you to your mother and it connects you to your spirit and your father and it connects you to yourself. And what better thing than that, man, you know? And, yeah. Uh, I'm I, personally designing World Peace Day right now, on a side note. <laughs> I want to start this day where it's like World Peace Day, uh-huh. just like Veterans Day or Valentine's Day or Mother's Day or Father's Day. It's just World Peace Day where everyone ceases fire every country one, in the world every country in the world participates in this man. Um, yeah. Israel will think of an excuse to uh, not follow no I think I think Jeez. everyone I, I think everyone can pull through on this one you know just for one day and try I hope it out. so Sam so I'm just waiting to see like what's a good day that everybody's free so we can like do this you know and um, get it together I'm ready to be peaceful now Everyone, all my friends who've talked to, they're very down with this. Yeah. So I have a feeling everyone else in the world will be very down as well. 
Well, you so, know, May 20th is Draw Muhammad Day, where yeah. it's like the opposite of peace. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, because you know how the Muslims wow. hate when other people draw Muhammad? So, oh. so someone made May 20th, everybody draw Muhammad, so that the pool of targets gets so big that the Muslims don't know who to attack. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> um, how about May then, 21st is Peaceful Day? So after we piss him off, we get peaceful. Yeah, we got to pick a really good day. We'll talk about that later, and we when? can start it together, you know? Or the day before. Put a like, base coat of peace on a really cool day, you know, and that would be World Peace Day, you know, where, where even us, when we go out onto the street, we don't honk at anybody. Right. We don't get upset at anybody. Uh, we're very compassionate. We, we practice a full day of compassion and love, you know, and right. pretend and act as if it was world peace for that day and visualize it and design it and live it out and right. see what it looks like. For a day, you know, and if you dig it, you could try it the next day. You know oh, I mean? that was one of the best things that you busted out in because there was a period when everyone at the ayahuasca ceremony kind of went into song, whether it was a guitar or just like a, a, a thumping on a on a djembe drum. Uh -huh, uh -huh. But then Sam just came in with just like this poetry where he's like, "What'd you say? What were your words?" It, I basically recited a poetry that I I just came up with at that moment that was about world peace. Let's and try try it for one day. Let's. What, what what did you say? Try for one day. Um, it was something along the lines of, "All I ask of you, just for yourselves, something yeah. of that nature. Um, like, just for yourselves, just for one day, peace for one day is all that day. I ask. And if you like it, do it the next day. And if you dig it, do it. The and next people day, were just loving know? it, loving you. It's just a very simple thing, you know. Like yeah. it's just a very elementary thing, you know. Yeah. Um, man, you know. It was beautiful. It really was beautiful, and I just keep remembering the experience, and I keep remembering what I was faced with and, and, and it's a medicine that heals day two a week after you take it that's what's good about ayahuasca it just constantly yeah, it works it stays in with you, you and it it's clear you. and you remember what happened that night and yeah. what you felt and what you went through and it's not some blurry episode where like you don't understand what happened to you no you know? not at all not at all I remember pretty clear. much every conversation and every yeah. song and my memory and is sharper epiphany. my memory is sharper yeah that's the thing and I think people who don't uh, ever ingest ayahuasca should kind of t try this as well uh, attention is everything you know yes. and paying attention is everything and attention yeah. Span is everything. So if you start to pay attention to paying attention, <laughs> you get better at it, mm. you know, and you are actually able to exercise that muscle in yourself where you do improve your attention span and your your focus and you dial things in, you know, because the mind is a powerful, beautiful muscle Amen. that you can totally work any moment you want. At any point, you can check in with yourself mm -hmm. and dial in with yourself and, uh, you know, and that's one of the things that the medicine does teach you. One of your you, buddies sure. that came with us said that exact same thing. He said, uh, when humans are paying attention, that's the only time you're here. That's yes. the only time you're actually here is you when you're present. focusing or paying attention to something. Yes, the rest of the time, the you're elsewhere. Mind, thinking about what happened in the past, in the future. When you're paying attention... Is the only time you are actually to not drift here off, right you know, to not like, uh, you know, like have one of those like daydreaming episodes. Although yeah. I love daydreaming, though, but like you know, but that leads to downward spirals. That leads to delusions of grandeur, which are not yeah. reality. Yeah, like you know, it's it's a hard one for me as a songwriter because a lot of my songs are daydreams. You know, I just slip into like daydream, this little daydream. song in my head. You know, and like if I, <laughs> I don't know, it's a weird thing. It's a weird thing. You and so. Sam and I highly recommend ayahuasca to all our friends, all our loved ones. Yes, yeah, Sam? I would say so. Yeah. And, it, and, and the whole purpose, the whole point of doing ayahuasca is to bring each one of us back to our neutral state of our, 
of our Godhead, of that, that which like, because I don't know about you, but I feel like I was more confident when I was 16, 18 uh-huh. than I am now at 30. Do you ever get that feeling? Like, uh, I kind yeah, of felt I know like, what you mean. Because the more you know, the more knowledge you acquire, the more you second guess and question reality and question uh-huh. yourself. Whereas when you're in that baby, everything's brand new state, uh-huh. you're the most spiritual. But yeah. you don't know it. You can't express it because you're a baby. Yeah, you yeah. can't say like, Wow, everything makes sense right now. You know, mm-hmm. you're just, everything's new. Uh-huh. But it's like the more we know, the more we filter. And so ayahuasca brings us back to that confident, confidence in action in everything you say and do. Yep. And knowing that life is good, life will work out. And because it always has. Uh-huh. And doubt is the only thing that keeping that from happening. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I feel like I've washed a lot of doubt away last weekend. That's awesome, brother. Yeah. That's awesome. And uh, yeah. I feel like... We said it all about ayahuasca. You know, you can't ever say it all, and maybe we shouldn't <laughs> say it all. And I think people can do some of their own research online because there's a great deal of literature out about it, and there's a lot of books about it that are very like anthropological, and they go they dive deep into um, like uh, different aspects of this. So uh, yeah. you can do your own research on it, and uh, don't take our word for anything. Question everything. Yeah. <laughs> But you don't have to take my word for it. <laughs> um, that was a lifelong dream to have a radio show where I could play the Reading Rainbow soundbite. That's awesome. Yeah, That's I, awesome. I finally reached my dream. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sam, do you think you can take us off with that one song called Dirty Diamond? Oh, man, that's a hard oh, one. I dude. love that Fuck one, man. man. If you can, we'll see how it goes. Oh. Because I have to tune very different for that. Oh, you do? How about, yeah. how about do you want to tune it or do you want to play a different song? It's up to you. Um, I'll play a different song okay. if that's sure. okay. Sure, of course, man. Um, They're all good. Okay. Um, I don't know what to play. Mel, what do you want to hear? She said something tiny. How's about, how's about I'll do this one? All right. Whatever you feel. You're something to believe in You shattered my glass ceiling My spider webs on weaving And I feel so impressed with what I've seen so far Impressed with what I've seen so far
Only Sam. Only yeah, baby. <laughs> nice, buddy. Only Sam can take a $20 guitar that I bought at the Goodwill and make it fucking cry like yeah, that, man. 20 bucks, eh? Yeah. Hey, well, you know, uh, my band, by the way, is playing at the Troubadour on... That's right, the 22nd. Yeah, it's the 22nd of... 29th. 29th, 29th. of May. See, like, see the Dirty Diamond at the Troubadour on the 29th of May, baby. Yeah! See you guys there yeah. if you uh, are inclined to make it. We, we, this we was are. a beautiful show, man. Thanks for having me. Show number 18. Yeah, the, the line and the continuum. Thank you, baby. Thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe to Raw Radio and go to Raw Radio on Facebook and become a friend. We'll see you next week, baby. Thank you, Sam. <laughs>